Welcome to Blakey Psychotherapy. We're glad you're here. Thinking about therapy and talking to a therapist requires courage. You've taken the first step. The journey and anxiety continues. Well, it's been quite a journey. Who knew that when our daily lives underwent an abrupt change in mid-March, that we, now staring into the fall, would be adjusting still to a world with COVID-19? Personally, when I reflect on this time, I'm given hope that by the many acts of kindness and respect I've witnessed, people choosing to wear masks before it became mandatory, the smile and wave from fellow walkers as we crossed the street to allow for physical distancing, neighbors running errands for others who were at risk, and frontline workers that I know have gone above and beyond to support those who need their help. On the other side, there have been many disheartening stories. For my own mental health, I'm choosing to focus on the positive aspects of my fellow humans. Professionally, if I was going to sum up the last few months, one word would be anxiety. When COVID first appeared, there was anxiety, around fulfilling basic tasks like getting groceries, PPE, and hand sanitizer. Remember when there was concern about the toilet paper shortages? We worried about at-risk friends and relatives who suddenly became isolated. So many of our seniors lost their lives and anxiety about their circumstances was a constant. Many parents were juggling working at home with homeschooling their kids. For those who lost loved ones, there was the anxiety and altered grief journey due to the inability to be with our person when they died, and the changes and restrictions to funeral services. Eventually, we're settling into a new normal, and our anxieties leveled off a little as well. Then we hit stage one of reopening. Slowly, we've been able to come out of our homes. First, it was increasing our bubble. Next, COVID hair was shorn, and we could visit outdoor patios, There have been visits to massage therapists and chiropractors and dentists, and it hasn't always been easy. I have noticed that some of us are early adopters. At each stage of reopening, these are the people who are the first in line to experience the newly returned activity, dinner on a patio or inside a restaurant, trips to the spa, going to movies. On the other hand, there are those of us who are slower in venturing out. We want to see what will happen at each new stage of opening. Will the local COVID cases numbers increase, decrease, or stay the same? Does mandatory mask wearing have the desired effect? How will opening my world affect my bubble? It's not a surprise that moving back into the world is a source of anxiety. For so long, we were told to stay the blazes home, keep ourselves and others safe. Now we're encouraged that everything is well and go out. Some of us can't make that change that quickly. Whether you're an early adopter or someone who wants to see the results of opening businesses and services before changing your behavior, either option is okay. And it's important to respect each person's choices as long as they're keeping the safety of others in mind when making them. I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, becoming aware of the stress of lockdown on relationships. We saw loved ones taking risks that we found impossible to understand. We thought they were being reckless and strongly voiced our opinions. Social media was flooded with messages about the need to be kind. And now we're in the same boat, but at the opposite end as the world opens up. 
I admit that during COVID-19, I have not been an early adopter. Even before the pandemic, I followed somewhat of an iterative style of decision-making. Let's try this and see what happens. Let's get a little bit more information before moving on. What's the plan going forward? I found this a useful tactic in times of anxiety. So what does this stage look like? Basically, just because my area has moved to a new stage doesn't mean I have to. Stubbornly, I find peace in that, as my internal two-year-old stamps her feet and says, I'm the boss of me! You want to be bossy too? Set your own parameters for when you want to move on while not going getting ahead of government rules. Maybe the new COVID case numbers will continue to decline daily for a number of days or weeks before you take advantage of new opportunities. Listen to your gut. What is your own anxiety level telling you about your safety? You can learn from this. Recognize that being afraid to leave your home is not what I'm talking about here. If others pressure you to move forward before you're ready, hold your ground. You can let them know that while you respect their choice, you are choosing something else and will let them know when you're ready to join them. And continue to keep up with your self-care. One of the best ways to cope with anxiety involves eating healthy food, exercise, and hobbies. Anything to help keep you feeling balanced. One of the most thought-provoking things about living in the time of COVID-19 is that all the things we don't know. How long is this going to last? When will there be a vaccine? Will there be a second wave, potentially mixed with the flu season? What is the best decision about sending kids back to school? How does this affect the COVID numbers? While there's a lot of chatter, ultimately it's various degrees of informed opinions. Feeling that we have some level of control over what we do helps decrease anxiety. So at the end of the day, I strive to make decisions with the best information I can find at the time, balancing hope and preparation. I hope you can too. And I will see you in two weeks. Thank you for listening. The Blakey Psychotherapy Podcast is produced and recorded by Anita Woodard from Woodard Administration. Please subscribe and tell a friend about the podcast. For more information or to connect, our website is www.loriblakey.com. Thank you and take care of your mental health.